Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Knowing that a luxury brand like Cartier is going to treat people like that. Dave show, and I are never you know, buying our come. wives anything from Cartier. That's ever right. This is how we show I've had and Louis Vuitton and all these other yeah. brands yeah. also treat their customers like that. You know what's so and funny? And Target. Yeah. Target. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. There is something to be said about how completely out of control of your entire life you feel when your feet start to betray you in the shower. One goes and then you try to catch it with the other one and that goes, Oh, hey, oh, oh, God. I almost fell also backwards into the curtain. Oh, crap you up in it. Yeah, you just fall out so mummified like myself. A mummy. And Mahoney. I did see someone playing the wiener guitar the other day. You did? How, how was it going? He was stringing. They were plucking away. <laughs> would you call that the manjo? Oh, yes, I would. That guy was in Mumford and Buns. <laughs> All right. Now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Yeah, I mean, look, getting fired stinks. We've all been fired before. It's not pleasant. Uh, but we've never really gone down for doing something incredibly stupid. We've done a lot of dumb stuff, but we tend to have gotten away with it for the most part. Yeah. Uh, we've been fired yeah. for reasons that are not our fault. Never our Never. fault. Never. Couldn't Definitely possibly no be way, our fault. Nothing done wrong here ever whatsoever. I'm an innocent victim. You are. You are. You've never been fired? No. Okay. Not yet. Yeah. No, don't do that to me. <laughs> We're all going to be fired at some point. It happens. It what? happens. Yeah, no. there's ups and downs. Hopefully it won't be quite as dramatic as this, I will though. sue because pretty girls should never get fired. You're, you're going to sue, and the grounds for your case are I'm too pretty to be fired. Mm -hmm. Got it. What a victim I am. So a uh, North Carolina <laughs> police chief has been fired after repeatedly asking... For the captain's wife to send him nude photos. What? Yeah. What? Did she do it? I like that they put this in the story. I'm not kidding. Jonathan, and then in quotes, John Clark. Okay, because there's is, another name he could possibly have gone by. John is just short for Nathan, Jonathan, yeah. maybe. <laughs> the, uh, the former police chief of the Mars Hill Police Department in North Carolina fired after repeatedly messaging the wife of the captain, Chad Smith, or Chad Wilson, rather, asking for nude pictures. The captain's wife took screenshots of the explicit request, which is wild to me. And it's one thing if, like, you guys are in, like, some sort of secret relationship and sure. you've got a thing going on. But you're just, like, shoot unsolicited, shoot. like, shoot yo, shoot. send me them boobies. Let me see them. I, I don't know. I just did that. Sorry, that was really weird. Uh, but um, I feel like if you were going to ask for a nude of a friend, or not even a friend, of a colleague, a colleague's how do you wife, even, yeah. like, present that? Like, Hey, I just find you so attractive. I would idea. like to see you naked. I mean, like, yeah, like how would you do that? I don't. That's or a, you just as 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 absolutely what we just think he did. It was just like nudes? Question mark. <laughs> uh, so Clark, I guess, admitted to sending the messages and was terminated for his quote reprehensible behavior yeah. and conduct. Uh, the uh, always the guy, sorry when you get caught. Uh, yeah, yeah. They uh, they also criticized him for mis mishandling firearms and misusing police department. Uh, vehicles for personal use. So I guess this guy was just running a running amok, and they finally got him, and it was all because of them boobies. Boobies will make you do some crazy stuff. Sorry, will, sorry, man. sorry, world. So more cheese. That's the good news today, Mahoney. More cheese is on the way. Kraft Singles coming out with three new flavors. Oh, really? Yeah. Like what? You know, does do Kraft Singles even taste good in and of themselves? It's not just even the texture. Cheese. 
There's or is no just that you like to, you like to slap it over your mouth and then suck it in like you're a Dyson vacuum. You put it on a burger, you let it melt, and then you, you're like, okay, there's the cheese that I need for no reason. That doesn't add anything to this meat. You know what? There is nothing better though than a Kraft Singles because you have to use the Kraft Singles like because that's just what you grew up on. Grilled cheese sandwich. Grilled cheese, no question. How many how many slices you go with? I go three. Three, yeah. yeah. That's a good. That's one a on the side, number. one on the other side, and flop right in the middle. Really? I, I, I've, tried, I've tried to go more than that. I've tried to go like five. It's too much. It, it doesn't it's melt. Leaky. It doesn't melt right. Doesn't I melt always right, go yeah. two. I go two. So Kraft Singles coming out three new flavors: jalapeno, cool, good, garlic and herb, yes, and caramelized onion. Ooh. I, I mean, I would think if these were artisan cheeses, I wouldn't be more interested. <laughs> yeah. But this is going to be the craft single version. What in the lace potato chip is happening to our cheese? Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. don't need yeah. dill pickle cheese. Where, where's Wait the flaming second. dill pickle cheese? Are you kidding me? Now, flaming hot craft uh, singles. That's what we need. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. How do you really feel? Tell, Tell us. By calling the Dave and Mahoney Show voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. I'll be mailing out a W-2 to everybody who was up in my business last year. Message deleted. That's a line. That's a line, man. Yeah. I like that. I don't really feel like, do you guys feel like you have people all up in your business, though? See, if they're up in your business, then uh, you're employing them. So maybe a W-9, not a W-2. These would probably be more independent contractors, right? Uh, so you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> Am I? Well, so you, you get a W-9 initially, and then... Whenever the year is wrapped you, up, you get you, a 1099. You send them a, a W-2. I thought it was, it's not a 1099. A 1099, sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 1099, W-2, depending on if you're a freelancer or if you're a full-time employee. These I don't are the think things they should teach you in school. This guy's not employing people full-time. Oh, you don't think I so? Don't Based think. on the tone he's of not, his voicemail? He's not paying uh, <laughs> payroll taxes. Okay, he's not, got he's yeah, not yeah, providing yeah. a 401k yeah. match. There's no benefits around here. You ever looked at like what they your your benefits are, are valued at? Like I looked at my like because my wife is a, a principal mm-hmm. of an elementary school, and I looked at like we were talking about like her benefits, and they value her benefits at like eighty thousand dollars. You're like, can you just give like, me cash? Yeah, like, I'll just take my chances. Uh, she go on my insurance? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Please, no eighty thousand like, dollars. Like, like get out of here with what that. Are you talking about? Please leave a message after the tone. You're talking about banana hammocks. You know, a banana hammock is also a, a bowl with, with a hook on it that you can hang your bananas on. Well, I needed one one time, and my kids was going to the store, and I told her to pick me up a banana hammock. You should have seen her eyes like, what the F are you talking about? I had to explain what an actual banana hammock was, and I didn't want a G-string. <laughs> Have a good day, guys. Love you. Message to Trevor, I, I, I hate to break the news to you. I don't believe that Banana Hook is called a banana hammock. <laughs> Somebody's messing with Trev. I, I Old mean, Trev dog got him. Are you I'm, looking it up I'm right now on the company computer? It, I mean, this is my computer. It's company internet. Uh-huh. Uh, well, oh, wait, actually. He's, he's right. He is right. It's well. the first thing on Google. What is the purpose of... Of a banana hammock, while the primary purpose of a banana hammock is to hold bananas, it can be used as a decorative element in outdoor spaces, 
uh, or as unique storage solution for small See, items. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back and double down on what I said last time. I really don't feel like the g-string for men should be called a banana hammock. They're nut sacks. Oh. Like they're just not. <laughs> like I mean, th- there is no hammocking of your banana that is involved. He's, like he's, it's just squanch. He's also still wrong. <laughs> yeah. That was an actual banana hammock. Oh, it, it was? was like two bananas and there was a hammock in between them. <laughs> that wasn't the, the little banana hook. That's a banana hook. Wait until I, you. I, I can't wait to see how surprised everyone is when I show up to the pool this summer wearing only a fruit basket. <laughs> what do you like the uh, uh, charo, the you know the lady with the the fruit on her head? That's right. Only I, do the little belly dance. Uh, I don't right. know if anyone wants to see that. There's a niche for everybody, Dave. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So Ozempic has swept the nation, and there's all these prescriptions being given out for all these different drugs to lose weight. Let me ask you guys a question, though. When you think about, you know, what state has the most prescriptions being written for Ozempic or other weight loss drugs, uh, because they're everywhere right now, uh, what state do you think is actually number one per capita? Per capita, yeah. that changes things. I mean, if I would say not per capita, I would have guessed California just being the largest state and uh, maybe the most vain state. Well, but that I mean, we that's, have. that still works, though, per capita, right? So, I mean, maybe. this is like number of prescriptions written per thousand residents. Sure. So, obviously, California is going to have more than almost any other state just because of sheer size. Right. So, it's not the actual number. This is like per capita, yeah, yeah, yeah. meaning that, you know, this is based on the, the percentage yes. of, you know, I'm a still going to go with California, though. Okay. For whatever reason, I want to say Utah. Okay, Utah is interesting. That's yeah. a good one, too. You know yeah. what I mean? A lot of, a lot a lot of, lot of the influencers. Yes. Yeah. So you think about, because that's the first thing that I think of is vanity, right? And it's interesting that a lot of these drugs are being chalked up as vanity drugs because that's where we hear about them the most, Well, I right? mean, but if we're going to go off of the most obese state. It's and like, what, Mississippi? It is Mississippi. That, I mean, that should be the number one. But because, I don't I feel mean, like the is, healthcare in Mississippi is getting, just, yeah, they're not, they're not getting easy access to Ozempic like, you know, you would in uh, other states. Like, it would be Mississippi or Arkansas. Or maybe even Texas. So, Ozempic and Wegovi have increased 300% since 2020 in prescriptions being written. 300% jump. That is scary, man. In a couple of years' time. Like, I know that you guys don't necessarily agree with me on that. I mean, because it is a saving drug for a lot of people because obesity is an epidemic in and of itself. Biggest skill in America. It is. But I mean, whenever I hear that those numbers, it's kind it's frightening. I don't know. It's just it's frightening to me. Sure. So I mean, like when people are using it for the sake of vanity and they're not using it as it's prescribed, right? Like, I mean, if you're if you're actually obese, obese. Sure. But when you're a real housewife of Beverly Hills or Orange County, right? And you're and you're and you're trying to get back to your 16 year old weight. Yeah, Yeah. that's (laughs) not the same. We were just talking about that yesterday. I mean, there are some celebrities, and I have no idea if she's on it or not. But Christina Aguilera, like she's lost a lot of weight. Oprah, very famously, is now on this as well. Although she's not saying which one she's on, doesn't really matter. Uh, Interesting. She's on the Oprah one. She's She's on on the the billionaire one one that we're not we're not privy to. That we can't get. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, but the number one state, Kentucky. Huh. Kentucky, really? believe it or not. Yeah. So they're saying 20.7 prescriptions per thousand people, which is pretty wild when you think that that means that basically almost 3% of people or a little over 2% of people have prescriptions for Ozempic or Wegovy. That's so, a lot of people, man. Kentucky, sneaky, has a lot of money. Okay. I mean, so, like, I, like, I mean, yeah. like, truly, because, I mean, a lot of the people that are, like, in, like, you know, the rural areas, I mean, you think about the, you have old, you have coal money, you have oil money, and you got horse money. Yeah. Um, so I, I shocked, but not shocked, but not because there's some vanity in there as well. 
Um, the interesting. Low, the really lowest, interesting. Uh, West Virginia and Alaska were the ones that followed them. And the ones that had the lowest prescription rates for the weight loss drugs, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Wisconsin, and Hawaii. So West Virginia is in there. Is this not interesting to you that 200% or no, what did you say? 300% influx and it is strikingly in the same exact area as opioids. It's Appalachia. Yeah. No, it's it's just interesting to see how that is. The parallels are shocking. Well, and the the fact that it's not the states that we would have suspected either. So, uh, you know, the, uh, the the prescriptions are being written pretty readily, three hundred percent since twenty twenty. We'll see. Long term studies still need to be done. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. The strangest, strangest dumbest, dumbest, and funniest audio from the depths of the World Wide Web. This, 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 this is the internet is undefeated. On Dave and Mahoney. Oh, the internet can be a very dark and scary place. It can also be just a hilarious place. And Audrey, again, I'll say it like I do almost every week. You have just changed the algorithm on my Instagram where there's just so much funny stuff and you get all the credit for it. You're welcome, Dave. Just doing my part. It's a happy place. And I share memes with friends and it brings them happiness, I think. Or annoys them, whatever. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It brings <laughs> makes, you joy, doesn't it? makes it? me giggle, so there whatever. It's working. <laughs> uh, this one, and I don't think we talk enough about how weird huskies are as dogs. Because the fact that they basically talk to you is something that just kind of gets glossed over. They are special wolves. They are. Uh, this husky throwing a fit because his mom has to leave. And he starts by saying, I don't want you to go. And, th- and then kind of repeats everything that she says back to him. What's the matter? I love you. I love you more. What? I love you. What? <laughs> Why Do doesn't you Elmo that- talk to me? Does she not love me? She doesn't love you. Yeah. What in the world? That is so cool. I mean, obviously, she's just mimicking no. the noises that he's hearing from its owner. But, I mean, that is so, so cool. That's cool for, like, 30 uh, seconds. For that video, yeah. Right sure. there, but not living with that dog for 10-plus years yeah. and constantly hearing them go buck wild. 17 yeah. seconds of that perfect amount. Yeah. Oh, so the uh, there's there's a new debate going on on the internet, like which uh, which song has the best na 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 in it, and it's a pretty good debate. Ooh. You guys tell me what you think. I think they want it for me there at the end with uh, hey, the Jude. Beatles, Hey Jude. Yeah. You think so? There were so many in there that I just kept going, oh, no, that one. Oh, well, man, no, that one. But pink. P-Y- everything everything but pink. They were all great <laughs> except <laughs> for pink. Like, and why I, is that in there? And that, I yeah. like pink, but I mean, like, just Not in stop. That group. Get out Get out of here. Not also, why, why did na-na-na become a thing that every song does? Like, nobody talks like that. Nobody uses na-na-na. Ah, I say nah. 
But like, well, my wife was like, you want to do that? Nah. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah. <laughs> and my honey's on the verge of divorce. I've been here for 10 minutes. I literally finished my coffee. I guess I should set this yeah, up what better. what you doing over yeah, there? sorry. <laughs> Just playing clips. <laughs> so the, uh, the, the, the next clip here is there's a video that's gone viral, and people are picking sides between a waitress and somebody that's being called a Karen at a Japanese restaurant. So the Karen, who is pretty unbelievably rude, records herself the entire time, and you can also catch how the... The waitress's service may be unacceptable, but again, the debate rages on here. Who's actually at fault between these two? I've been here for 10 minutes. I literally finished my coffee. Sorry, since you ordered so much food, we have to make sure that we have all the ingredients. Are you serious right now? I literally only ordered four things. I can see the people that are sitting over there got their food already, and they got here like two minutes ago. So can you please just... Stop Boy, I would really love if that restaurant just got hit by a meteor. No, I mean, just take them all out. The, so you the Karen is the, Karen, the, the waitress. I think both of them sound No, the Karen's way worse. The waitress is just clapping back because you know what? At the end of the day, she's working for a restaurant. She's getting paid to do a service. And that's what her job is. But you do not get the right to talk to anybody like they are less than human when you are there spending $8 on whatever you're buying. I think that there's an interesting dilemma here. The waitress was kind of shaming her for the amount of food that she purchased. Mm-hmm. And then on the opposite side, she the 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 cons, the customer was frustrated for only 10 minutes of a wait time. That's not long. That's not long at all. And also, for food, if you're waiting for a drink for 10 minutes, I get it. You said maybe. Japanese restaurant, yeah. so I assume sushi uh, or Probably. so, you know, yeah. and like here's the thing, my wife eats a lot of sushi. That is her favorite food on the planet. Yeah. I eat maybe one or two rolls. My wife can eat upwards of six Out of rolls. Girl. Six Out of girl. rolls. Maybe seven. So you guys wow. go do all you can eat. No, we don't. Whoa, what? So we go broke. Whoa. <laughs> oh my God. But I will say, can I introduce you to all you can eat? When you've heard of it, it's a thing. It's totally it's a very normal. Thing. We we usually do takeout, so you can't do all you can eat when, uh, it's, when it's takeout. Got it. But when you order that many rolls, and this lady ordered four. I assume four rolls. It's going to take a little bit longer than one. Yeah. It just does. That's how it that works. That is crazy. Yeah, I don't know whose side I'm on, but uh, definitely both people seem pretty insufferable. And Man. finally, this uh, takes us across the pond to the United Kingdom. A tenant in England posted the ring doorbell footage of her landlord stopping by her house. Keep in mind, she rents this house. The landlord stopped by the house, rang the doorbell, and asked for the house back for the weekend. Huh. Oh, hello. Hi. I know this is a little bit short notice, um, but this weekend um, I was wondering, um, would you be able to um, move out? I've got some friends coming and uh, I need the house. <laughs> what? Is that okay? No. Why? I, I, I mean, I don't know if you're aware of this, but as my landlord, I'm your tenant and I live here. Yeah, I'm aware of that, but it's just for the weekend. It's just I've got some friends coming and I need the house. Can they not stay with you in your house? Um, no, it's not ideal, really. Um, my house isn't um, big enough, and they've got kids, so and I need this house. So I just thought it'd be all right for you to move out for the weekend. I'll, I'll no, put you up no. in a hotel. You pay mortgage on this house, but I live in this house. You can't just tell me to go because your friends are coming. Put me in a bit of a difficult situation, really, because my friends are coming, and 
I just thought with this being my house, I have the right to, to allow them to stay. I get that you pay rent, but at the end of the day, like, I own the house, so therefore, like, it's, and it's I mine. And I pay rent in the house? No way. That feels like a skit almost. I, like, I want I'm, it to be. I want it to be yeah. a skit, and I think that all the time, Mahoney, whenever I see videos of people who are, like, you know, they're recording for evidence purposes, I'm assuming, You're for like, this woman. This can't be real. It, just, it simply cannot what be are, real. How is somebody that dense? Like, you're a landlord, you've got a tenant that lives in the house. You're smart you have enough an, to figure that You have out. a legal document in the form of a lease. You, you My, are smart enough to create a lease. How are you so stupid to understand the way that it works? My landlord... Pulls something like that on me, you know what I'm doing? I'm squatting. I'm stopping paying rent. Yeah. And I'm just squatting at that point. Yeah, for just sure. Just out of spite. I'm like, you're going to ask me something that stupid. I'm going to become a giant headache now. I'm going to smear poop on the walls. What? And yep. steal the copper. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. So the internet is a magical place where we see things happen all of the time, but the internet is not real, you guys. Just because you see something happen online does not mean it's going to go that way for you. Let me give you an example that involves a bathroom and a Walmart. Mahoney, I know that you've spent some time in Walmart bathrooms. Have you ever found anything <laughs> in a Walmart bathroom that has piqued your interest? Uh, no, Dave. I never found anything in a Walmart bathroom that piqued my interest, but here in our bathroom here at the station uh i did find a hershey's kiss next to the toilet in the bathroom i feel the other like that day. was a man trying to like lure yes, us in yes Ooh. you know there was a strange <laughs> conversation that i had in the men's bathroom the other day mahoney you were in there at the same time because you know I? we we use the bathroom at the same time after the show we like to share a urinal uh-huh uh, no, Do everything all, together oh yeah all, all kidding aside you know it was after the show i went to go pee and there was a guy who was a co-worker that was in the bathroom as well and you know, did a little, hey, man, how are you? Okay. And then that's supposed to be it. Like, guy code says, that's all the, the talking that happens. Really? If that. Why? Because you got your wieners out? Yeah, just it's not the place to talk. And then, like, the guy goes over to wash his hands because he had used the bathroom just before we came in. And uh, and he goes, so how's it going? And I went, ah, you know. Just wiener in hand. Just wiener continue. In, and, and he goes, well, I see you have your hands full. And I went, ah. Not really as much as full like. is what yeah. you should have said. Oh, you, my, my junk's so big. Yeah, I can barely hold it up. Can I get another hand, brother? That's what I would have made it so awkward. conversations in the bathroom. I would have made it so awkward. So anyway, we go back to Florida here, and this man finds a cell phone, a lost cell phone, in a Walmart bathroom, and he decides, because he's seen it on TikTok, that he is going to take this phone that he has found, call 911, and say there's a bomb inside of the Walmart. Oh. What? He saw yeah. this on TikTok. The suspect maybe. later confessed that he had seen TikTok videos showing similar fake threats and decided, I'm going to do it myself. I, have, I live I'm, on TikTok, literally. What? what where? I, I've never seen or heard I of mean, it. Uh, the algorithm's really tailored. Like, this is the kind of guy who will call 911 and place a bomb threat. His algorithm is tailored to him. Yeah. He, that's the kind of videos he's yeah, getting. His, his name is Cody, not, not C-O-D-Y. With a C-O- K? No, C-O-T-Y. Cody. 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 Cody Clements, Ugh. 28 years old. Which you're 28, you should know better. Way should charged know with making a false report about planting a bomb or weapon of mass destruction, which is a second degree felony. So he admitted uh, that his decision was a bad choice, and he regrets it. Was released from jail on fifteen thousand dollars bond, and is uh, ordered to have no contact with any Walmart, which might be the most hurtful thing. You're banned like, from Walmarts. Read a book. I mean, anything. Like but read, that. go home and read a book. How are you, twenty eight years old, and lack the aware? Like just, just total idiot. Also, what what is the upside here? Like where, Nothing. where what do, you do you work there? Do you, do you get to take gain? a half day? Right. Maybe then that would make sense. But no, didn't work there. Just found a phone in the bathroom and decided to catch a felony charge. Good job, Cody. 
This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Dave and Mahoney. I don't know what this is all about. You just told me to call Yo Dummy. There's nothing you can say they haven't heard before. Leave us a message by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. Freeway HOA rant. Well done. That is all. Message deleted. I don't think anyone likes HOAs. We like the purpose that they serve because you don't want somebody that has got, you know, like you said, Mahoney, an RV on blocks in their front yard that lives right next door to you. It's not an RV. It's a Camaro. It could be a Camaro. Thunderbird. Level it up. Firebird. Oh, Firebird. That's, That's how I know I'm trash. We're like, I'm driving through a neighborhood and there's cars on blocks. I'm like... I could fix it. I saw an Eagle Talon on blocks <laughs> the other day. Haven't <laughs> seen one of those in a hot minute. That that is the that's the dude version of the female fixer who like tries to fix every rotten, broken dude out there. Mm-hmm. It's when you see a car that's all busted up, you're like, I could bring it back to life, yes. knowing full well, no, I cannot. <laughs> what, what am but I you can try. About? I'm gonna try though. That's also women. Just throw enough money at it. <laughs> Probably can, but we can try. <laughs> We can try. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, you guys are really stupid. I want to see the time that you have to go in for a triple bypass. Keep eating the way you're eating. I want to come in and laugh at you when you're going under the knife. Bye. Message What does that say about you that you you would laugh at other people being sick? Huh. You want to come in and you want to mock us as we are going under a triple bypass. By the way, sir... You sound like a picture of health yourself. Keep eating the way you're eating. I want to come in and laugh at you. Uh, 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 I mean, not to like poke back at the bear or whatever, up. but Don't I mean, call and wish death on us, you douchebag. Yeah, it's pretty. Come good. here. That's our that retirement nonsense. plan, you ass clown. <laughs> I'm dying early so I can spin now. <laughs> I don't have to save. It's a strategy. Look that's it up. right. Also, Dave's working out. Yeah, that's right. I will go to the gym weeks. for like three weeks. Three weeks I'm gonna clean. live forever. Mm. I've walked three times in 2014. Look at you. Or 24. That's whatever year it is. 2014. I knew there was a four. <laughs> <laughs> what? I've been drinking. How old were you when you first got drunk? I know you didn't wait until you were 21, except maybe Audrey. She seems like she's the goody-goody. What are you talking about? Not a goody-goody. Audrey probably got drunk before Audrey was was the last, or probably the first one to get drunk. She was a juvenile delinquent. (laughs) I was not a juvie. Yes. Delinquent. I was not, but I definitely- You were what, 13? But I moved, so I will say this. When you move a lot, and I was moving a lot as a kid, you try and do whatever it's going to be that is going to get you friends. And in that moment and in that time, whenever I was, I moved a quarter of the way through my first semester of freshman year, I moved there in Thanksgiving break to Kentucky. And I was just trying to find friends. And how do you do that? You do what every other kid is doing. And it was parties. (laughs) And it was parties. Who were you, 14? You know, I was 14. So I was 16. When I got, I drank a whole bottle of Seagram 7 at a at my friend's 16th birthday party, and it was not good. It was probably around that same time. I don't, I don't remember the first time, really. I mean, I remember, like, trying really? beers here and there. No, but you don't remember the first time you got, like, time? drunk, drunk? No, what's funny is that I remember the first time that I got high, high, and it's because, uh, it was my freshman year of college. So you must have had a bad experience no, with that, and that's why you so, remember it. So okay. I'll, I'll tell it to you real quick. I was at, it was freshman year of college. We were in the dorm. Had a friend who had a room on the bottom floor, and I had never smoked weed before. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in a very you know strict house. There was no weed at the high school that I went to because it was a private school. All of that type of stuff. It was just cocaine. It was all cocaine. <laughs> so we 
we're sitting down there in this room, and somebody busts out a joint, and they're like, hey, do you want to smoke? I'm like, yeah, I do it all the time. Of course, love, love weed. Know exactly how to do this. Yeah, for sure. And <laughs> I, I hit it, and I'm like, whoa. And one of my friends actually looks over me. He goes, hey, man, are you okay? I'm like, doing great. Doing great. Like, why do you ask? He's like, you are literally green. And I stood up, and if you can imagine a dorm room, it's got the sink and the little mirror. There's yep. no toilet in there. It's just the sink and the mirror, like a little prison. <laughs> Next to your dresser open and dresser. The- <laughs> <laughs> and the, like the shower rack. Like, what was that yeah, thing that yeah. was meant to hold all of your clothes? But it all it just has one half-empty bottle of head and shoulders <laughs> on it. So gross. And I look in the mirror, and I am literally green. At which point, I made a quick right turn out of the room and went bleh and threw up outside. Got it outside. Uh, That's <laughs> so wild to but me. Yeah, that, that was that. We did that, but liquor did not. Alcohol never makes me throw up, but weed bleh. See, I threw up every time I drank for Still like do. 15 <laughs> years straight. Really? Like, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, but I also don't have the, I don't have that regulator that tells me when to stop. It's like, it's uh, all, it was, We're party people. Yeah, when right. I go, I go. We're performers. Yeah. I am here to entertain you. <laughs> like, literally, every time I go, I'm like, why do I feel like I've got to be, and it's not even that I want to be the center of attention because that's not it at all. Yeah. I, like, want to be around my friends and having a good time, and I feel like I need to be providing that for my friends. It's I'm true. like, another yeah. round, another round, another yeah. round, another round. You, you, you got to carry one it. espresso martini in Audrey, and she is. Is a delight. I am so fun. It's I really is, am. I know is. that about me. Yeah. I'm very self-aware. I am a great time. Yep. But I, that one hour later, and I'm puking my brains out. Like after I wake up for the first time, I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> I am like, I am the exact. It's like you I are, drained you, all of my energy. But you are also performing when you are hungover because I've never met someone who is as performative and hungover as you, where you are letting everyone know. Just how much it hurts the next day. <gasps> Do like well, that, oh. that's just not well. No, Every that's not fair is, because you have oh. seen me. You have seen me hungover, and I'm not. And you've seen me puke. Uh huh. Yeah. It's not like I'm faking it. Thinking about this though. How would I fake that? That's Audrey. Weird. You and me. We all have the. We Finally, like to make people laugh. We like when people are laughing. <laughs> Makes me think about the caller who just called though. Mm. So when he is laughing at when we're dying because of the, our, all of our alcohol and fast food yeah. and horrible intake that we're doing it, at least we'll have a amical a, 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 a audience that's laughing at us. I, yes. I love so there, to be laughed at. If, if, if as I'm dying, I'm, perform- get, I'm getting yeah. a laugh, I'm like, I'm oh, pretty good. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Glitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Madonna is the worst. She is now being sued by fans after a New York concert started two hours late. This is not something that is an anomaly. Madonna does this on a regular basis. Mahoney, if you remember that Las Vegas concert a few years ago, there was Uh the same issue. It was, I think, three hours late on that one. Look, as somebody that is a dad, if I go out on, say, a date night with the wife, what I really have come to appreciate more than anything is punctuality. Like, if I go to a show, the show needs to start on time. The, the, I mean, if you're going to a Madonna show, you know that that show has the potential to, A, not happen, B, happen three to four hours after the start time, uh, or C, you know, uh, a very slim chance of starting on time. But Madonna, Lauren Hill, and Axl Rose, if you're going to one of those shows, just know, chances are, 
it's probably not going to uh, start on time. Well, but you're talking about two hours behind schedule. If it's 20 minutes late, I get it. Like, things happen. Traffic. But it's, the show's supposed to start at 8.30, and she doesn't even walk on stage until 10.30. Like, logistically, like, whoever you're going to be pointing the finger at, like, whether or not it's, you know, like, her team who, like, didn't plan for, to get her in that area at the right time, then, like, fire your tour manager like or your manager. Like, you need to be better. Or if we're looking at Madonna to blame here, you are not in the age to where you have the ability, or we don't even really act like this anymore, really, any younger artist anyways, where you're behaving like a diva rock star. Get on stage. Everyone is waiting for you. Like, you're Everyone. not, like, and say for Axl Rose and Lauren Hill, like, but every, you are all in your 60s. You're, you're not Settle only disrespecting down. your fans, like, think about how uncomfortable that is for the tour manager and for the venue and now everyone's getting your chart getting charged overtime so now there's all sorts of additional bills that come along with that can you imagine just being the sound guy and everything's all set you're ready to go at 8 30 like you're supposed to be and then you're just sitting there awkwardly while people are yelling at you from the crowd because somehow it's your fault yeah while you, you wait there for two hours for Madonna to show up. And ticket prices are insane. Insane. I mean, like, if you're paying, we'll say, well, I don't know what the ticket cost is, but the average ticket price right now feels like it's about 500 bucks a pot for decent seats, right? So if you pay $500 to travel there, you know, if you're not from that area, get your seats. Drinks cost $17 a pop. I mean, it's an investment in order to go to a show. And the way that artists like Madonna treat their fans and their time is just gross. I would be, I, I don't know if suing is the answer or if I they'll sue. get any type of money out of it. But I just never I understand go to another concert. Yeah. I understand wanting to sue. <laughs> so I haven't heard about this douchebag in a while. So great to see him back in the news. Uh, Takashi69 has been arrested on domestic violence charges of in the Dominican was. Republic. So. Uh, again, this is yeah. not his first charge. So on maybe this. they'll keep him there and that would uh, be a, a big win for America. 27 years old, being held in the jail in the Dominican Republic. So, yeah, he's the worst, and I'm glad that... It's a repeat offender. Yep. So, Snoop Dogg has come out and talking about some really heavy medical challenges that one of his daughters has. Uh, his 24-year-old daughter shared the news on her Instagram story that she had a, a stroke at 24 years old. Oh, my God. A severe stroke. And, I mean, you think about, you know, Michael Strahan was recently just talking about how his daughter has been battling through cancer. Yep. I mean, these are all young individuals who are out here dealing with some really heavy medical stuff. Uh, but Snoop Dogg's kid at 24 years old uh, said, I'm only 24 years old. What I did in my past life to deserve all this, I don't know. But uh, has been facing a bunch of challenges, um, you know, going back several years now. But, man, yeah. that's, uh, that, uh, that is rough at 24 years old. To get hit Nobody with that young deserves to be going through that kind of medical uh, issues. And it just, just sucks. It does suck. I mean, if you're really, like, recounting a bunch of these celebrities who are talking about their illnesses, Haley Bieber had a stroke. Yes. Just last year. Like, literally, we are coming up on the one-year anniversary of her having a stroke. Like, what is going on? You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So, Mahoney, you probably spend more time online than any of us as far as, like, actually on the Internet, right? True. I mean, everyone's got apps that they like. I mean, Otter, yep. you're a fan of TikTok. I'm a big fan of Instagram. Everyone's got their own little app that they enjoy. But as far as, like, spending time actually going through different forums, and yep. I say forums because Reddit is arguably one it's of the, the most— the largest in the world right now, yeah. They're talking about doing an IPO that's an initial public offering and making it a public company. What do you suppose that they are trying to get as far as a valuation for Reddit? My guess is if Reddit is, I believe, a top— 
10 website in the U.S. now. So I would be under the impression that you're looking at between five and ten billion dollars. If I was taking a wild guess, so that's a pretty good guess. I mean, they're they're the first social because they consider themselves social media, they are. right? And they are uh, they're the first social media platform to do this since 2019. So it's been almost five years since somebody has done this, and it will be since uh, when they, by the time that they actually take this and they 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 roll out their IPA or IPO rather. Um, they're 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 hoping to get ten billion dollars. Yeah. Not shocked there. Uh, and here's the thing: they'll probably, like, I think they'll probably get between five and ten. Like, without a doubt, it's again being a top ten website in the U.S. But Reddit has become trash. It has, and it's yeah. it, you know I've been on Reddit for literally thirteen years, I think, uh, or so at this point. And it used to be a phenomenal resource, a site that I went to every day to find something that I was interested in. And even when you curate it now, it's just not the same. It's gotten it's it's gotten worse because it's gotten much more popular than it was. And I think the IPO will only hasten its downfall. So it's like when I, I've invested in a fair amount of tech companies over the years and made a decent amount of money, I, I would I would stay, I'm staying so far away from this one. Uh, it, you, you don't even want, you know, it, it, I just feel I have real bad feelings. Mahoney, about what was going on recently with Reddit where everybody was going on a boycott? Like all of the well, it's forums because the were mods and the the way some of the some of their uh, internal policies and the, the way that they're handling certain things uh, it just isn't done. It, it's not user friendly anymore, and it's being you know the unfortunate truth about Reddit. There are so many popular subreddits that are moderated by a, such a small handful of people that. It's it, it, and, that, and that's what a lot of people have problems with. Mahoney, you and I well. are gambling men. This strikes me a lot of, let's say that you're in the casino and let's say that you've won $10,000. Right. Uh, you have now gotten down to $4,000 and you go, I need to cash out yeah. because I've already blown the best of times and it's probably only going to get worse well, if I keep playing. That's what this feels like to me see, with Reddit, where they know that the peak has already come and gone. And so they're like, if we're going to cash out, this is probably our best chance to get the most amount of money. I don't know if the peak has gone as far as users, though, because, again, it is, you know, when people discover it and what the way they use it, just I know how it used to be, so I'm jaded in that regard. But I, I just have a feeling that, you know, like a lot of these other tech uh, stocks that have been out there over the last couple of years, this one is just it just feels toxic to me. $10 billion is a lot of money. We'll see if they get it. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. The worst cover songs on the internet have landed here for your enjoyment. Yeah! It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Barry is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. Barry, 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. You're looking for the original artist and song. If you're able to name those, you'll get a full point. you got a couple of lifelines if necessary. Just let the full 30 seconds play out for each one of these before you make your guess. Are you ready, my friend? I'm ready. Here we go, brother. Turn your back on me, baby. Turn your back on me, baby. And still turn your back on me, baby. Thomas, your tricks. And <laughs> your back on my baby. You just want magic sticks. Got your spell on me, baby. You got your spell on me, baby. Barry, before you make your guess, how many views do you think that had, Mahoney? Uh, three. <laughs> More than that, actually. 58. Wow. Okay. Total. Uh, he, that was the best take, huh? Yeah, he that was, was that was that, that huh? was it. Let's get that one online. All right, <laughs> over to you, Barry. Do you uh, do you know that one? Or do you need some help? Uh, I think it's uh, 
evil woman, Santana? You're close. Got a happy in there. The type of woman that's not an evil woman, but uh, she's a... Black magic woman. There you go, there brother. There, there, there you go. go. Yep. You were close. You were close. So we got you there. Uh, well done. You uh, you have one point. Lifeline still intact. This next one, 11 million views. So quite wow. this way. Wow. Different. Yep, here we go. Why? Banger. Why 11 million what views? What was the name what? of the band who did that? So I th- it's the Dead South? Yeah, oh, those guys are great. Yeah, but That's I, mean, I thought it was. Oh, oh you did? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, they, they're, right. uh, they're like, uh, I, I'm a fan. All right. They got Their original stuff is phenomenal, mm-hmm. and, you know, that came together there at the end. Yeah. 11 million it. views. Barry, do you know it? I think it's the House of the Rising Sun. It the is. The animals. Yes, sir. My man. Barry crushing the game two for two. No lifelines burned. The next one, the least popular one of the day, only 18 views on this one. You get this right, you win. Again, 18 views from Mark Sings Cover Classics. Clever name. Barry, you can win it right here if you know that one. Do you? It's uh, Wheel in the Sky by Journey. Dude. Three for three, brother. Excellent. No help needed. None at all. None at all. Don't forget about the first one. Yeah, we edged him over the finish line there on the first one. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. I got a message for you. Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. Did you get that? Please leave a message after the tone. Texted the Yo Dummy line when I overheard Mahoney talking about getting an upgraded exhaust system in his house for uh, smoking cigars inside. Possibly, but it's too expensive, like really expensive. Cheaper alternative is upgrading your backyard with a patio. Message deleted. So, Mahoney, you are building a house right now. You love smoking cigars. Your wife does not love you smoking cigars. She does not. Have you already planned out where you are going to be smoking the cigars in your new, uh, very expensive house that you're building? Out back. Well, I mean, yeah, but like, have you already mentally planned on like this is where I'm going to sit to smoke my cigars. I mean we have a it's got a like a patio cover. Uh-huh. So I mean I assume that's the spot because me and the sun don't really get along all that well. I'm not a I'm not a tanner. I'm more of a burner. Mm-hmm. So uh that's kind of the uh the, the thing. But also man like if you were a cell phone you'd be a prepaid plan from Boost Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> Not prepaid. <laughs> Minute phone. I've got at least, you know, you, I, 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 got, I got 600 minutes a month. 600 minutes? That's pretty good. Do you remember when it, we used to count minutes, though? Like, you couldn't make a call. I don't know if you were too young for this, Audrey, or not, with the cell phones. No, but I, like, that was my first phone. Like Can't call you until 9 o'clock? 8 p.m. or whatever. Yeah, 8 or 9. Sending text messages. 
once nine o'clock hit. Dude, <laughs> look no, out, text girl. messages used to cost like what was it like a ten dollar. cents a piece? Ten I, cents to a twenty-five cents a piece. But after a certain time or before a certain time, they were like a dollar or something per text. Isn't it just awesome how every telecommunications company since the dawn of time has just been ripping us off? Everything. Do you remember what they used to tell us? Like if you call somebody that's too far away, it costs more. Like, no, it doesn't. And now it magically doesn't? Yeah. No, it doesn't. What uh-huh. do you mean long distance costs more? You can get over to America. The longer it is, the more expensive it is. <laughs> it's a lot of wires, man. <laughs> I, man. I mean, there was something to be said about that, though, because if you hated your family back in the day, you did uh, just not. Can't, there yeah. was, you had an excuse. So yeah, I can't now. talk. Yeah, sorry. It's too expensive. Please leave a message after the tone. You guys were talking about how stoners know how to make interesting and unique meals. Oh, yeah. Well, you forgot to mention about how people in prison, we also know how to make some really interesting and unique meals using all kinds of different ordinary items that we were allowed to purchase on our store. Hey, love you guys' show. It's great. I listen to you guys all day when I'm at work, driving 10 hours a day, delivering parts. Keep it up. I love you. Message deleted. I, at first, I thought you were calling from prison, but you're right. The ingenuity of people in jail. I mean, when you've got a lot of time on your hands, I mean, who would have thought, I'm going to make some wine in the toilet. Oh, that's not and, even the good stuff. And like, it's you're gonna, talking about ramen in the microwave with Takis and Doritos. Yeah, making making real good stuff. There's actually whole-ass YouTube channels dedicated to prison cuisine now that are, you know, somewhat popular. Like what you can do, like it's like a master class on what you can do on budget food. Yeah, and with like maybe a hot plate if you're lucky, a microwave for sure, maybe a hot plate. I feel like that in the in this day and age of social media being such an influential thing, that a prison food style restaurant run by a bunch of convicts, you could just go steal them all from the Waffle House, uh, would be great. Like I, th- I feel like that would be a hit. Oh, and everybody would be like, look at my new favorite restaurant. Oh, my gosh, 10 out of 10. And it ended up being like Michelin star or something. Yeah, just have it open from 11.30 p.m. until 3 a.m. in Old Town. Or put it on the strip in Las Vegas. You know, like somewhere like that. It would be a hit. And all the cutlery in that restaurant has actually been used to stab somebody at some point in time. (laughs) That's what makes it really authentic. And if you want to clean up after your meal, you can go into the bathroom and brush your teeth. But you just have to shank somebody. Mm -hmm. Mm Dave and Mahoney. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So I don't know if I am for this or against this. I mean, we all remember back in the day when we would watch the old school NFL videos and there would be the players smoking on the sidelines. Oh, yeah. You know, and you're like, okay, look, I'm actually not mad at it. If you can pull off and join a a nice smoke while playing a game of football, good for you. You do you. Yeah, there's, I mean, in in today's NFL, I don't think that would necessarily fly considering, I mean, obviously outside of the, you know, corporate dollars that are influxed into into the league. But yeah, as far as the athleticism that it takes to be in the NFL, I don't know if you could pull off being a smoker and being a cornerback at the same time. Oh, that feels tough to me. No way. But, but you know what? Maybe I'm wrong based on this next story. There is a Chinese marathon runner. He's 52 years old. He was running a marathon and he got disqualified from the race, even though he went out there and he got third place in the race. He ran it in three hours and 33 minutes. Wow. Which if you're running a marathon in sub four hours, That's you are cooking. Yeah. And this guy's 52 years old at that. Okay. So the reason why he got disqualified is because... He chain smoked throughout the course of the entire marathon. Are they saying that's a performance enhancing drug? Uh, it didn't. It didn't say whether or not that he was 
using it as a performance enhancer. They're saying that it could have been disruptive to the other participants, which I imagine if you are behind the guy that's chain smoking, it's probably pretty annoying. Pretty annoying. I would be fuming. Yeah, well, he was the one that was fuming. Gained attention for his smoking habit during previous marathons, because I guess this isn't the first time he's done this, with reactions on social media ranging uh, from people saying he's very inconsiderate and an a-hole to other people calling him a legend. And I think that the answer's probably somewhere in between Nah, there. man, this man's a legend. You think legend? Legend. Okay. How many cigarettes do you think you go through in a 26... 26- three hours? Uh, yeah, three, three and a half hours. Sm- I feel like they smoke faster because you're running into the wind. You're so running, you're, yeah. you're probably inhaling a little harder than you or normally no, would. Or you're inhaling a little less because you're not taking full. That could be it. Yeah. Do you do you have to bring a second pack with you? Do you carry I a carton? I feel like you, you've got Fanny a. Fanny packet. Yeah. You got, Fanny packet, yeah. Yeah. And it's just loose cigs in there. <laughs> you just like, <laughs> or, just unzip it and grab just like a loose cig. You can't be packing them. <laughs> well, we've seen, we've seen the runners with the water packs on their back. Yeah. Uh, this guy has a Joe Camel back. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Because there's really no point in pretending to be... Hold on, what? Because there's really no point in pretending to be good at... To be good at this? Oh, I... Okay, let me pick it up from here. It's an all-new blooper reel on the Dave and Mahoney show. Audrey, how do you feel that you did this week? Your performance was... Mm, excellent. excellent. It was a 10 okay. out of 10. 10 out of 10. I was really going to say mid, but it's okay. We'll go with confidence. <laughs> I don't like to do this, but can I give myself more than an A plus? Higher? <laughs> <laughs> Mahoney, how'd you do? 11 out of 10. 11 out of 10. Okay. I love let's, delusional confidence. Let's, let's go, guys. Let's just see. I mean, Audrey, do you remember your first arted movie or was it just like the first <laughs> sexy? First arted movie or was it arted movie or was it? I see. I've been in so many R-rated movies. R-rated movies. <laughs> If, if you're telling me, I, I trust Audrey's, uh, you know, uh, recommendation when it comes to chicken. My but, Tinder tendencies. Uh, I'm a, uh, I, I recommendation when it, uh, I'm a. Uh, I think that we should all just wear, I don't know, like a, I don't know, some sort of nap. Like if I wear a hat, I don't know, <laughs> some sort of. Nap, you should be kind to me. Because I, I mean, I just had, there's, you, you hear everything. Okay. And this, I, I mean, I just had, there's, I was like, like my heart was like, felt like it was like I was, I was running. Felt like it was like I was. It's ah. the same routine, just varying choreo- choreograph. So my. Varying choreograph. <laughs> They're dumb. It got onto a top of a house. And also, Billy Goat's <laughs> way cuter than little baby sheep. Don't, don't make me cry. Yeah. But this is a good APR. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a good APR. And I'm watching a movie. There's a hundred times. A hundred thousand times. A hundred thousand times. I tear up. thing that I think that is um, kind of ingrained in a, a certain age range. It's um, kind of ingrained in a, a... I always know no one's listening to me whenever I get, yeah, that crazy. That's so crazy. Yeah, that crazy. That's so crazy. Wow, yeah, that's so crazy. If you're wondering why that has 7.3 million views, uh, that's Kurt Comain. That's what I thought it sounded it's like. Not- it's Kurt Comain. That was oh, actually yeah, Kurt Cobain doing a cover of who? <laughs> Kurt Cobain. That's his daughter's name. Kurt Cobain. Okay. <laughs> Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. Hey, it is Kurt Cobain, and you are listening to Dave and Mahoney. Actually, you are listening to all of their f***-ups because they suck at talking. 
Anyway, back to the blooper reel. Was it DoorDash deli- delivery driver? I'm like a pa- I'm like Pavlov's dog. Like you say the word pickle and I start salivating. Pa- I'm like Pavlov's. Do- oh, have you tried the? Um, did she? What kind of chips? They have like home hibachi, hibachi things now. I mean, I had a pretty new, nice grocery. Mom got ma- mom their lawn of the month. That, it was like finally her t- turn. The jury didn't award, award them more. <laughs> like they're like they rolled their ankle recently. It's not regular, it's regular. Yeah, I got some Worcestershire <laughs> sauce. How often are you buying? Worcestershire sauce, and how often are you using it in amounts? The uh, the Worcestershire sauce, Worcestershire, Worcestershire. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 I could die, or I could have Worcestershire sauce tonight. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Warning: The following stories were performed by true redneck professionals. Do not attempt unless you married your cousin. It's the Redneck Report on Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, we've talked a lot about the villages over the years on the show. It is a wonderful utopia in the great state of Florida where everyone is drunk and on golf carts. And things took a turn for the worse recently in the villages when a man tried to steal another man's golf cart. Oh, hell. There is no offense greater than stealing another man's cart in the villages. Honestly, that's like stealing my happiness. Okay, that, like, you, that's you hurtful. Could, that's, Clearly, this other guy was a beta. What do you mean you're going to go over that? That's like a territory thing. Like, he's like peeing on the golf cart sort of situation. You there. can't do that. Well, I mean, like, he did, though. The owner called 911, <laughs> provided details about the thief and the stolen golf cart. The uh, thief abandoned the cart, and the owner said, that's the one. Later, the homeowner reported a suspicious man fitting the thief's description in her backyard. The deputy found the suspect, whose name is Kevin walking in the area and arrested him on charges of vehicle theft and loitering. I like Kevin. That's hilarious to me because this other guy had to go up to the, like, scuffing his feet up to the the police station and be like, my golf cart got stolen. How dare you mock that man? He's a victim. (laughs) You know how much golf carts cost? I do know that they're expensive. Bro, I've been seeing them six-seaters that they got at, uh, like, Home Depot. Oh, those are like like 10 grand. They're like $11,000. I priced them out. I'm like, that's cool. Can't afford it, but cool. Nice to look at. It's a six. Oh, you need. Ooh. I was like, why do you need a six? Oh, yeah, because you've got six people right. yeah. in your you house. You got children. Oh. So I don't really understand the people that uh, that decide that they're going to make their living by stealing security cameras. Mm. It seems dangerous. There's a it big seems- secondary market for used <laughs> security cameras. That seems like I'm. What do you do for a living? I steal alligators. Yeah, like, like, why? What? What are you doing? If like, you're stealing ring cameras, like you can, they are literally like eighty bucks. Not new. even on Amazon Prime <laughs> Day. They're like. 38. I think I bought 10 of them. So a Florida man, he stole a surveillance camera from a construction site. Only problem for him is that, you know, the security camera caught him as he's looking directly into (laughs) it. Exactly what you would do. Let me see this guy's face. He kind of looks like Theo Vaughn a little bit. If Theo Vaughn did a whole lot of meth and made some real poor life choices. He looks like he eats the bubble gum off the bottom of a desk. That's exactly what he looks like. <laughs> Just the dumbest yeah. slack jaw look as yeah. he's trying to take yeah. down the camera that's literally recording him. Uh, something that may be dumber than stealing ring cameras, which I'm surprised that we have one in the Redneck Report today that that at least rivals it. Uh, somebody stole a whole ass fence. How do you steal a whole ass fence? Thieves stole a wrought iron fence and its panels and a gate from the Way Fellowship Church of Dallas in Oak Cliff, from Texas. Jesus. The theft occurred between Sunday service and Monday afternoon, so not wasting any time. Oh, the stolen God. items are part of the church's security measures, and the theft is estimated to cost thousands of oh, dollars yeah. to replace. The pastor expressed a message to the thieves saying, God bless you. But the wrath of God will be upon you for taking from the house of God. He will <laughs> smite you with fence. <laughs> like what <laughs> what do you so? But wrought iron is literally that is I, I, as somebody who's 
priced out wrought iron fences recently. Recently? Recently. Uh, I mean, you're talking probably for a church if it's surrounding it. Tens of thousands of dollars. God bless you, but the wrath of God will be upon you from taking from the house of God. I'm just impressed they were able to get it down between services. I know. It's it's very efficient, these That's guys. right. They yeah. should, they should they actually, just, be... actually just get a job. Yeah, like... You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. New message. Call the Dave and Mahoney Show voicemail. 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669. Please leave a message after the tone. I just want to give a shout out to my buddy Gordon. We're out here working on the curve. What up, Gordon? Message deleted. Hell yeah, Gordon! 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 On the curve. Gordon. Wait, I don't know. <laughs> I, love, I, love, shout out to Gordon, I love dude dude friendships. I know. Just it, like I love girl friendships. Like there's just something so pure about guys being guys. But guys. Anytime that like I see a friend and it's like, Gordon! You know I love that dude. Gordon! It's like you guys just go totally like feral. Yeah. <laughs> to your like natural state. Yeah, just, just, just dudes being screaming. dudes. I think it's so pure. Hope you're having a great day, Gordon. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, I wanted to call and share one of my uh, driving pet peeves. People who dip right when turning left, especially when you don't have a trailer. Message deleted. I don't know what that My means. biggest pet peeve it's when I'm you- driving is other people. Just people in general. <laughs> Just that's it. Like I. What do you mean you're also on this road when I'm trying to be on this road? Get I like out of here. I like to believe I'm a civilized person, mm-hmm. and then I drive, and then I realize that I 100% would be a barbarian in a prior life. Like I would just, I would destroy towns, <laughs> just pillage everything because yes. that rage is inside of me. Like day to day work with my wife, friends, it doesn't come out. But when I'm in that car mm-hmm. and somebody angers me, oh. That the 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 heat just it's I don't so, Ragnar I don't, Mahoney. It's, yeah. it's it's so funny that you say that because my my sweet pappy pap old grandpa he uh, he was the most like docile like laid back Scottish gentleman that you've ever met. Mm-hmm. Walter Dunnett was his name. Walter, oh, Walter Dunnett. Oh, uh, Walter Dunnett. Walter McGregor Dunnett. Hoy. <laughs> fresh Hi. fresh off the boat. Kid you not. From uh, from Scotland. McGregor and, McGregor McGregor. Yeah. Scotland. <laughs> and he was just like the most laid back dude ever until you put him behind the wheel. And he would honk at everyone and give them the, oh, yeah, with his little fist. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a little grandpa you. fist. Yeah. His little fedora on. Not a fedora. More like a newspaper boy cap, you know? Of course like he, he was a, wearing that. Yeah, because he's from he, Was he rocking a Kangol? <laughs> Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it, but he was. Yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. What would the name of your boat be? Mahoney's can be the SS Roast Beef. Message deleted. SS Roast Beef. Oh. I like that. Yeah. yeah. That's a stripper name. What are you talking about? I feel like I'm, mine would be called the deficiency. I'm, I'm never gonna I'm never the gonna deficiency. own a boat because Dave owns a boat. So I, my, What do you mean my, you can't own a boat because I own a boat? Yeah, I'm gonna use yours. Why would I spend a hundred thousand dollars on a boat when you have a boat? That's a really good point. Like, I mean, you that did, was really stupid of me to buy that you boat. You should have like one of our other to, friends. I should have waited for you to buy the boat. See, I can't do that though because I got all the kids. Yeah, and you know, like I, I can't be like, hey, can I come on your boat with me and my seven children? That's like nobody wants that. I have to be the boat guy. 
I mean, if you teach your kids to like, you know, like, like sail, you know, you, oh, then, yeah. then you might get invited on like, you know, because isn't like you need like a crew. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no, I just want to. I, I just want to teach my kids to drive the boat so they can pull you and I together on and the so tube. So we can just drink. Yeah, just drink on the tube while they pull us around. <laughs> CPS isn't gonna get called. I'm a good parent. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Listen for reviews of your new favorite new brews. Favorite brews. It's beer for breakfast. It's beer for breakfast every Friday on Dave and Mahoney. We have made it to another Friday. Look at us go. I will say this. Unequivocally, my favorite time of the week because we get to try new beer. We get to remain employed while trying new beer, which I enjoy. And we get to do it with friends. So and that's what Beer for Breakfast is all about. If you are new to Beer for Breakfast, it's not so much about just, you know, pounding beer at... 9.30 in the morning. It's about being able to celebrate another week and the fact that it's a Friday and we're rolling into the weekend and we got some good friends in the room and drinking Friendship. along today. So this one is from the Button Brew House. It's an American dry stout called All Soul Stout. It has 5.3% alcohol by volume, 44 IBUs, and it is available year-round from uh, the team over there at Button Brew House. So uh, this one is an American Dry Stout, and I picked this one. Again, great-looking can. Drew me to it. I love the, like, kind of sugar skulls on the front mm -hmm. that just— and, and I love stouts this time of year where it's a little bit colder outside. It's just, you know, it just makes me feel good. And I love good-looking cans as well, Mahoney, so I think this is an excellent selection. This is a uh, some nice artwork on this can, and, uh, you know, we've had a lot of stouts on the show recently. Not mad at that. I feel like it uh, fits this time of year. Audrey, you've got to be excited, though. You're a big stout gal. I am, and I really like the name. Ew, did you hear that? I had, I had like, a bubble in my throat. That was gross. That's um, called a burp. That's called a burp, and I, I already had a sip, and it is making me burp immediately, but that is besides the point. I really like the name Button Brew House. Something about that just sounds cute to you me, and I'm a, bit, I'm a fan. Yeah, you want to boop them right on the I nose. Do. <laughs> uh, on the side of the can uh, from Button Brew House, they say, here's what a American dry stout is. This American dry stout was inspired by its English and Irish cousins. It's a deep, robust, and richly rewarding craft beer. So, uh, nice little uh, description there. Let's move on to the first category, which is the look. We've already covered the can. Good-looking can. Nice can. Nice Drew can. us to it. Pulled this one right off the shelf. The next category, which is smell. Let's take a big whiff a of the All Soul Stout. Getting coffee, getting chocolate. Yep. No shock there. Yeah. Yeah, and some malts in there as no well. Alcohol. Yeah. No alcohol. I mean, alcohol. yeah, a little bit, a little bit of roasted malt in there, but but I mean, we're talking about a five percenter on a stout. That's not like crazy alcohol content. Oh no, it's pretty low. Pretty light. I yeah. mean, all things considered, this is uh, you know when you're but still but, enough to get you in a little, little warm and fuzzy if you have a couple than of these. Bud light, a little sure. less than Bud Diesel. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> Bud Heavy. Let's all move on to our favorite part, which is the taste. Cheers, and all cheers, friends. Cheers. Take a big old drink of the All Soul Stout from Button Brew House. <laughs> Tasting like a penny. I don't know what that is. Really? Tasting tinny. Huh. Doesn't it taste tinny? Ooh. What's up with that? I, I don't, okay, I don't know first. how to describe it other than like uh, whenever oh. you're, I don't know, like. Sucking on pennies. Yeah. yeah. Do you know? No, no, not, not sucking on pennies, but like, <laughs> I don't know, like whenever you have something that's out of a, a tin can of sorts, 
Do you not know what I'm talking about? Why am I the only one who knows what tinny tastes like? I know like? what tinny tastes like, okay, and I'm thanks, getting Mahoney. it's. Don't look at me like you that, and I you? have a different relationship with the Tin Man, apparently. Um, <laughs> and I don't know if I'm tasting tin Aluminum. as much. Aluminum. Sure, I guess. I mean, I get a little bit of that, but I also get like the malts in there. I actually think it has kind of a nice, kind of dry finish to it. It almost has some black coffee qualities to it. I I actually quite like this stuff. It's interesting though because I'm getting in, in the finish, and I think that's what kind of threw me off. Here at first, there is a hop presence in the finish of this beer, which is unusual for most stout styles. I'm going back mm-hmm. in. But you do get a little bit of that. I mean, big coffee and not like a we- and not a not a not a rich, robust coffee, I would say. This is more like a bitter coffee. It yeah. is. I, I don't really understand this beer because I'm tasting the chocolate and the coffee and the malt. After I've already drank it, it's yeah. all on the back end for me. Mm-hmm. And then the first initial drink is I'm I like aluminum. Like I'm I'm like it's weird and the it's weird. Your first- it's just interesting how palates are different because I'm not getting that aluminum at all. I'm getting all those flavors that you mentioned with the malts and the chocolate and the coffee, but I'm getting that up front. It it, it definitely is more present on the backside. Like as I lay off this beer and give it a moment, I still taste a lot of that. I'm just not getting that big tin taste that you're talking about. Uh, it, it, I would say the initial taste, shocking. Like I said, like, that, 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 that was a a jolt. Yeah. Uh, it's evened out more as I've continued to take a drink, and I say this every time we take any sort of beer into consideration, sours, IPAs, or dry stouts in this particular case. Take a couple drinks. Don't judge it on the first one, but we're, we, we are a couple mm-hmm. drinks into this one. I like it more now, but I don't love this particular beer. I think I wish it was warmer. Really? Hmm. This is I'm wondering if that like that whatever is happening on the on the front huh. end is because it's a little too cold. Dave, your thoughts? Do you uh, you a fan of this or? I am. I, so I'm not a huge stout guy traditionally. This one, um, what I like about it is it's not too heavy. Yeah. You know, it's actually a fairly light stout. Uh, maybe that has to do with the fact that like the alcohol is not ever present in you know 5.2 percent. You'd ex- expect it to be pretty muted, mm-hmm. and it is. Uh, but this is a pretty crushable stout as far as stouts go, and I actually. Quite like the uh, the flavor profile. I think it's nice. And it's I feel that's it. It's interesting that you two are usually flipped because you're usually more of an IPA guy. Audrey's yep. more of a stout. Gal. But I think that's why he likes this because, it's, because it's, it's drier. It is. It's yep. drier. It's more. It's it's more. There's more hop. It's more hop for it. And I think that one of the things that's missing that you and I traditionally love about stouts is that there's no sweetness. Nothing. There's not a single ounce of caramel in here. The, the, Where are you at? It's not the sweetness is just <laughs> underpowered yeah. in this for me personally. For sure. But you're it's right. an that's why I like it because it's not overly sweet right it's not a dessert yeah. that's why i think that yeah. i like i mean whenever we're talking about cocktails and the reason why i like porters and stouts is because they are so full of that sweet robust yeah. flavor yeah. i like sweet treats whenever i'm drinking i Fair. people are always like i don't want to consume my calories in beverage form not me like if i'm gonna have a couple beverages i want it to be a dessert yeah okay yeah, uh the mouthfeel light to medium bodied i don't think this one this one does not sit heavy at all um i would say for me uh, the drinkability for this, I'm probably a one and done with this particular style. Go sign. Uh, I think it's I think it's a well made beer. It's just not for me in particular. Uh, I think the price point's pretty fair. I think I paid $14.99 for a four pack of these, which I think for a you know a solid craft beer is is pretty much on point. But uh, overall, this is not one of my favorite stouts. But maybe it could be yours, like Dave's. Is it possible that it's not one of your favorite stouts because you're just awful? 
No, I think oh. it's uh, it's just I, I I miss the sweetness. Nice. I like my stouts a little bit sweeter, and these mm -hmm. ratings are always objective. Can I get a drum roll, please? There you go. On Mahoney's Beer Skills Supremacy, I get the All Soul Stout from Button Brewhouse, a 3.6 out of 5. This is Dave and Mahoney. Dave and Mahoney. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, you guys, I've got a serious question for you. As you know, I have been a picture of health since the start of 2024. Oh, have you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I've been getting the notifications on my Apple Watch that you've been working out. I have been working out, yeah. and I'm just curious as to why I have been working out for three weeks, and I'm not shredded yet. This is very rude. Fat is hard to lose. Okay, I don't know why you had to call me fat, but that's... Well, you, we all have body fat. <laughs> mm -hmm. I gained eight pounds over the weekend, man. <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm, I'm probably worse off than you. Eight pounds over the weekend? Something like that. Water That's weight. impressive. Four. Water weight, isn't it? Okay, it's oh, not really so eight pounds. Clearly, I'm being dramatic. We know this about me. But <laughs> Did you change your diet at all, Dave? So, yeah. Since I mean, you started working out? Yeah, I, I feel like I've been eating healthier and mostly, like, like not drinking, uh, you know, scotch and wine probably uh -huh. is the biggest change I mean, to my yeah, diet. I mean, that's a reduction of... You know, a fair amount of calories. I think that they say that it usually takes three months for you to notice results. Three months seems like too long. Like, I don't know if I have that much in the Facts. tank. Three, three months. So here's the problem that I have. And, Audrey, I, I know that you, you've been asking me to share this story for a while, and I will. One of the reasons why I'm having such a hard time tracking whether or not I'm losing weight is because I have a bit of a traumatic experience with trying to track my weight loss. Okay. So you know how a lot of people will take... Pictures of themselves. <gasps> Are you going to tell the story? Oh, please God. do it, Dave. It is so awful. It is so my favorite story, you, please. <laughs> you know all those pictures that you see of the before and after, and there's always the people that are in the mirror, and they're taking pictures, and you kind of look sad because it's like the before where you're just standing there in your boxers. No smile. No smile, just like your belly out, and you're just like, you know. And side then you, profile. The side profile, you know, and you're just, again, belly out. Back photo. And, and, <laughs> Just roll after roll. And, and and you almost, I mean, I don't know if everyone does this, but I know that I intentionally do this. Like, if I'm starting my my little fitness journey, I will intentionally look as sad and fat as possible. Because, Dark angles. Yeah, because yeah. that way, as as I progress, then I'll, like, you know, even adjust the lighting. I'll Get flex a, a little bit, smile, you know. Oh, so that way you really feel. We've seen the influencers out there that have shown, like, what those before and after pictures that can actually be taken 10 minutes apart yes. just by, like, drinking some soda yes. and your body posture and lighting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, but yes, you're right. Usually those, the, the posture and those photos aren't, showing your best angle. That's not your MySpace angle, Dave, or your Facebook angle. So a couple of years ago, I'd gone through the process of taking all of the pictures, and I was doing the thing where they say you're supposed to take pictures every day, so that way as you go through and you track it, mm -hmm. you can see the difference because you're not seeing it in real time because the change is so minor day to day. Dave, and so I had... I didn't know you had lots of these photos. Oh, yes. I had <laughs> lots of these photos. Well, Dave's got 50,000 photos in his camera roll, and 60, I have to assume 000. that, yeah. you know, like 15 of these are... 15,000 of these are Dave's before and after photos. So I'd, I, I had taken all of these photos of my Myself as I was trying to track just how fat I was. <laughs> and I'd gotten an iPad because I have a production company. And so I had this iPad that I got to use as a teleprompter on some of the video shoots that we were doing. And so I would send this iPad out with the production team. And normally the production team is like my brother is, you know, the field producer. There's a couple of camera guys. There's whoever the talent is that we're using. And they're... They're all like friends and colleagues or sure. family members 
but not the sort of people that you'd want to see your whole camera roll. You and are so shy. Like, I, I cannot. Th- oh, my gosh. I am not the sort of person that would ever. Uh, <laughs> you're never, you're, even if cringes. you're taking those, you're never, you would never post those. I would never show those to anyone. Unless you're getting paid well. Right. If somebody paid me a whole bunch of money, oh, sure, whatever. Right. But, of course, that's not the case. Well, I got this iPad, and when you get a new iPad, you have to sync it with whose ever account it is in order to download apps from the App Store. And so I didn't know it, but all of my iCloud photos also synced with this iPad that had just been in the hands of numerous production teams for numerous shoots. And one day, my brother's out of town, and so I'm covering a shoot for him, and I pull up this iPad. Audrey is dying right now. And I click on photos... And it's just my pale, fat ass staring back at myself in the mirror. So not only are all of my photos on there, somebody has found and stopped on my before picture, and I am mortified. Maybe somebody was like, do you know how your body just gets that chill, but you're sweating at the same time? I'm sitting there at this casino where we're doing a shoot for like a sushi restaurant (laughs) and I'm just like oh my god these pictures have been seen by others I am laughing so this is one of my favorite (sighs) because I know you and I have I've worked with you on the production side of your of your business Dave like the thought of you and how absolutely red-faced mortified you must have been to know that I did not know that it was days of shirtless, just sad. Just me sad with my boxers on with like the top little band <laughs> flipped over because my belly's pushing it down. No. Like I didn't even like, my package looks tiny because I didn't even like, you know, fluff it up or anything, you know. Just because you present, you like, present so well and professional. <laughs> so for you to have these photos. Uh, well, it's about time. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. At Dave and Mahoney. They're everywhere. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Listen anytime and on demand at Dave and Mahoney. Dot, dot, dot com.